Hey, I'm Karen. And I'm Aubrey. And this is Chicklet, a literature comedy podcast where we enjoy getting lit and talking about books that spoke to us as young adults. Yeah, Book It was um, dope as fuck. Yeah, I used to get it. the little personal pan pizza. Yeah, just for oh my god, just for you. Yeah, shit- nobody can take that shit, dog. <laughs> but we also cover movies with special guests, and it can get pretty crazy. I'll make a controversial statement. I will take this over Space Jam. Is that controversial? It People love Space be. Jam. We might have to. We might have to stage a fight. So if you enjoy YA fiction. That fool of a fairy, Lucinda, did not intend to lay a curse on me. She meant to bestow a gift. Boozy beverages. Little shot of Baileys in your coffee. Coffee, pizza, and Baileys goes together like... Doesn't go together. Like it doesn't go together at all. And... and the power of friendship. I'll be like, I bought your Christmas present. And she'll be like, what'd you get me? I have to know. <laughs> Tell me right and now. And I'm like, Henry no. Henry gets so irritated because I'm like, do you want your present now? And he's like, it's like October. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Then we're the podcast for you. We've been best friends for over a decade, so join in on the fun and grab a drink, y'all. January 6th at 1.15 p.m., the day that Dry January died. You're only given a little spark of madness. Followed Mr. Carpenter. What he saw couldn't have been a dream. It was too real. But it couldn't have been true either. It was too deliciously frightful. Trying to catch yesterday. Old times are only good when you've had them. That after night, all alone, daddy's all pent up, let's freak! Third irrational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Good day, mates, and welcome to the Film Spock Podcast. Your favorite Melbourne matron of mayhem, Ebony, has this week off. And she's busy mixing up a batch of Vegemite and preparing the barbecue for some seafood. So, this week, your guest host is Jim from the Film Rage podcast. Or, as all of us colonists like to say, it's your cousin from the Commonwealth. Today's film I'm talking about is Evil Ed from 1995. Here's what some places rate this Swedish masterpiece of modern cinema. IMDb says it's a 5.5. Rotten Tomatoes audience score says 49%. And Letterboxd fans' ratings give this a 2.9. It's directed by Anders Jacobson. Screenplay written by Anders Jacobson, Goran Lundström, Krister Olsen. It stars Johan or or Johan, not sure how the Swedish pronounce that, Johan or Johan Rudebeck, or Rudebeck as Eddie, Olaf Rode in as Sam Campbell, Per Lofberg as Nick, Kamala Lerth as Mel, Danny Malmer as Zip, Mikhail Kalinvara as Tom McLean. Filmed in Sweden with an estimated budget of 250,000 Swedish kroners, I think. It's S-E-K on the, uh, you know, currency market, or approximately 25,000 U.S. dollars back all the way in 1995. This seems like cheap, like cheap, cheap. 
but it doesn't look that way. Evil Ed was originally titled The Censor and made over about three-year time period. Evil Ed premiered on November 11, 1995 at the Stockholm International Film Festival as part of the Twilight Zone genre section. It was released theatrically years later on May 4, 1997 in only four theaters uh, in, in Sweden, uh, Gothenburg, Uppsala, and, of course, Stockholm. The film was released direct-to-video by Apex in the U.S. in September 1996 in both an R-rated and an unrated version. It was released on DVD by Image Entertainment in 1998. Currently, it's available a lot of places, so just search it online, but I watched it on Tubi. Tubi. God damn, I fucking love Tubi. You always get to find something fucked up and weird to watch on Tubi for any Sunday afternoon movie viewing at Grandma's house. Oh, Tubi, you always deliver. Me and Grandma love to sit around eating snacks and drinking gin and playing gin, actually, usually both, and then watching a really good fucking weird film from Tubi. Now let's talk about the movie. I'm just another chunk of meat lost in Brainland. This is the line that starts the mayhem in this movie. Right before a crazed editor in his underwear pulls a live grenade in his mouth and explodes his head. And in my thoughts, pretty much sums this movie up. Plus, who doesn't love editors in their undies? Um, yeah. I knew right away this was my kind of film. And also, you know, once you know that this is a Swedish B-horror film, that it's going to be fun. And our hero, Ed, he, uh, he's an editor, of course, and he gets loaned out to the splatter and gore department of his company's European distributors division. Now, first off, any department that's called splatter and gore, I want to work in. The whole time I'm watching this movie, though, I just kept asking myself, what the actual fuck is up with this editing? Then, of course, after viewing it, I went and took a look. All the actors were Swedish, speaking English, but they overdubbed it with English actors. I'm guessing to eliminate the Swedish accent? Um, what? I mean, who wouldn't want to see this film with the Swedish chef playing the part of Evil Ed. I'm just saying, bad choice, because seeing an entire movie with the Swedish chef's accent speaking English in a movie called Evil Ed is one that I think could have made this, you know, bigger than Avatar too. Ah, where was I? Oh yeah, our boy Ed starts out this film as a pretty straight-laced dude and doesn't get the picture of what he's supposed to be doing. And as an editor, you'd think, you know, he probably should get the picture. Uh, yeah, that was pen and pun intended for sure. He starts editing out the good, gory bits of the movie. He's editing. Eddie, baby, don't take the gore out, or the film's going to be a bore. What are you doing? But apparently the gore starts to fuck with his mind. He starts seeing things and imagining the things he's editing are part of his own reality. Let's face it, he's tripping balls. On top of that, he wants to go back and work for his old job, 
but his dick of a boss threatens to fire him. And, you know, back in 1995, jobs were tight, you know, especially for editors. In what seems like a quick transition, his imagination gets the best of him and loses his mind and starts killing people. I mean, how much more of a complex plot do you need? It's called Evil Ed. He's an editor. Kind of makes sense. He's just going to run around killing people. You see, listeners, this is what happens when you watch horror movies. You become demented and evil. So, this is our premise. And yes, it's unbelievable, but who cares? Ed is now crazy and acting the shit out of this film. And the horror is fun and gory and silly. But wait, there's more. In addition to all the yummy, yummy gore, the film is sprinkled, and I mean sprinkled, with gratuitous TNA for some sexy Swedish time to go along with our fantastic comedy horror. Now, the makeup and special effects are pretty freaking amazing for a low-budget film. Put this in perspective, $25,000 back in 1995 in U.S. dollars. And the effects in this are pretty outstanding for this low of a budget. And all through it, there was famous quotes from other movies. Even the name is a play on the film Evil Dead. And Johan Rudebeck, who plays Ed, does a great job devolving into this evil Ed as he gets more and more evil as the film progresses. He goes from killing people to going to the psych ward and then, you know what, kill some more people. Has to run in with some cops and army dudes. You know, I'm not even really sure what they were, but you know what, who cares? That's the authoritative figure that pops into (laughs) into the psych ward to take care of business which, again, makes uh, for some great one-liners, where we end up with uh, an ending fitting to body horror of perhaps an early David Cronenberg film. So if you don't know early Cronenberg films, go watch Scanners. You'll know what I mean. This film is a fun, gory, silly, campy, over-the-top, gratuitously titty-filled ride that will have you knee-slapping from start to finish. Now, don't expect everything to make sense or tie together completely, because this is that kind of movie. Just sit back and enjoy this Swedish evil ride to the nuthouse, only spoken in English, because, you know, the Swedish chef, as Ed, in no way would have made this more funny. <laughs> when you see this film, if you haven't seen it already, expect to see the kind of film in the vein of, say, early Peter Jackson's films like Bad Taste or Dead Alive. And if you haven't seen those films, watch them first, then watch this one. Then you'll understand the reference, not the other way around, because this would be backwards. And it may confuse you. Trust me, PJ first, then this one. Got it? Peter Jackson's Bad Taste and D.
dead alive than evil ed in that order do you need to write this down hold on i'll wait for a minute do, 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 do. you written that yet okay perfect now after my second viewing of this film i kind of wish they had like they do when they have karaoke where you have the words up on the screen as you're singing them whenever they have a quote from another movie that's a ripoff have that quote pop up and you shout it out like, I'm going to get you or, you know, I'm going to get you sucker or whatever they're going to say so that it makes it an actual either A, a drinking game or B, a party in the theater. Or like they do in Pee Wee's Playhouse, when someone says the secret word, you scream real loud. This is definitely a movie to see with a bunch of friends over a pile of nachos and a pile of beer, or I guess if you're vegan, I guess, uh, maybe a pile of corn chips and a pile of vegan-friendly scotch. I mean, if you're not vegan, you could do the both, I guess, but, you know, I'm just trying to make suggestions because, you know, sometimes when people are listening to podcasts, it's kind of like that advertising where you're kind of like, yeah, I'm listening to this podcast, you know, I'm really kind of hungry, actually. What do you feel like? Now, everybody that listens to this is going to feel like nachos or corn chips. And then they're going to be like, huh. I highly suggest, whatever you are, if you're dipping the chips into salsa, you will thoroughly enjoy the blood and gore as it goes along with it. 100% guarantee. This type of party is going to definitely improve the atmosphere of this film. No matter what you do, uh, make sure to watch this with at least one other person because you're going to want to quote it back over and over and over and over. Wait, are we actually quoting it if they're actually quoting someone else? Huh. Let's think about this. So we're quoting the movie, but that movie is quoting another movie. But then that other movie wasn't quoting the movie. So let me get this right. You know what? I think you should just do the quote knowing that it's evil ed. But then keep it a little bit of a secret with your crew. That when you say to your friend, I'm coming to get you, Barbara. Which happens to be a quote from evil ed. And then some rando who the quote wasn't intended to in the first place says, Oh man, I fucking love Night of the Living Dead. And then... <clears throat> You, like the evil Ed that you are, look back at them and say, No, Norman, it's not Night of the Living Dead. It's evil Ed. Then with a wink to your bestie and a finger to Norman, because he wasn't cool enough to be invited to your evil Ed party, you know, you say to him, It's none of your business, Norman. Now fuck off. Now, here's a tip for you kids. And you can take this to the bank. If it's a Swedish horror film, it's going to be silly and fun because the Swedes live too far from the equator and lack enough vitamin D, which deprives their body of nutrients and it makes their body more serious. They can't help it. It's just because of the location of where they are the further you are away from the equator makes you less serious and more silly. It's just a fact. 
Now, if it's a German horror film, you can count on a German sex party somewhere in the film. But sometimes you're lucky, and it starts with a German sex party. Or as we say here in Canada, a Canadian orgy. Now, if it's a Canadian film, a Canadian orgy, of course, usually includes maple syrup as some form of lubricant or perhaps a hockey stick as part of the kink play that you may be involved with. But no matter what happens, keep this in mind. If it's in Germany, it's a German sex party. And if it's in Canada, it's an orgy. Not sure where you're from, but just keep that in mind. And finally, the final third rule of horror films is if it's a French film, you know someone will appear nude at some time in this movie. Could be a man, could be a woman, but count your lucky stars. The French love, and I mean love, to get nude. And we can all benefit from that. Just know I didn't make these rules. I just live by them. And, you know, I try and emphasize that to as many people as humanly possible. Depending on what your mood is, you can choose, do I feel like a French film? Hmm. I do feel like some nudity. Do I want a German sex party? I think I'll be speaking German today. And then if you're like, you know what? <clears throat> Let's get this a little wacky. You find yourself the closest Swedish film you can put your money on. Now, what you've all been waiting for, which is almost irrelevant to what I was just talking about, but you know what? Who cares? How would I rate this film? Well, as part of the Film Rage rating system, this would be a Mondo, because it delivers an amazing time, and it in so much camp and so much fun. I just enjoyed laughing at this film through the entirety of it. You will have an absolute good time if you're going to this movie thinking, I just want to let loose, maybe get high, maybe have a beer, laugh at something stupid, because you will laugh. It is funny. But because this isn't a Film Rage podcast, it's actually a Film Spark podcast. So I am going to rate it a 3.79 e-bunnies out of 5, which is actually pretty good. I want to, of course, thank my buddy, Ebony, for asking me to join the Film Spark podcast party. I have been buddies with her on the Twitter for a few years now, and I can tell you one thing. She's amazing, and I highly suggest... Wherever you are, if you have not heard her entire catalog, there's a lot. And you can find the Film Spark podcast wherever you cast your pod, uh, uh, anywhere in particular. But you probably found it if you've already listened to this. You can send her emails to filmsparkpodcast at gmail.com. Find her on the Twitter and on Instagram at film underscore spark underscore pod. Now, you're probably asking yourself, who the fuck is Film Rage and why should I listen to them? Well, the first thing you should know is we are a threesome. And you can take that however you want to interpret it. We are Jim, Bryce, and Murray. And we review new review 
movies. So as you're watching out in the universe and you go to yourself, what exactly do I want to see this week? Well, we'll go see it and then you can listen to our podcast and then we will tell you if it's, if it's a rage, if it's meh, or if it's Mondo. So we're always focused on new releases. And you can find the Film Rage podcast anywhere that you podcast. But you can also send us emails to filmragecalgary at gmail.com. Or you can find us on all the socials at filmrageyyc. Now, I've been strictly told by Ebony that I must make this a minimum of 20 minutes. So I'm going to talk a little bit slower so that I can stretch this out for just another minute. So as you're listening, listen very closely. I want everybody to close your eyes and imagine that you're sitting in front of the cartoons by your grandma's house and you're not necessarily watching a Swedish horror film, but you're still watching Tubi and you happen to search upon classic vintage Looney Tune cartoons. And just as Porky Pig once said, mmm, 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 I love marinating in pineapple. This feels good. And with a flick of his toes, he also says, that's all, fucks. It's time to feel the rage. Join us on Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. Yo. Why is it you always talk? All the time. I can't understand why you sweet sweet voice. This is the Merman, the voice of reason. These two can't agree on anything most of the time. Some movies are Mondo. Some are just... Every week, something is going to make us rage. Join us every Wednesday and feel the rage. You were just listening to the Film Spark podcast. For all your film needs and more, like what you heard, give us a shot. Follow us on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods and more. Or follow the socials at film underscore spark underscore pod. You know what? Just follow us on everything. Check out the link tree, linktr.ee forward slash filmsparkpod. Find us, follow us, give us a shout. We always want to hear from you. You're still here? It's over. Go home.